So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have a phenomenal show lined up for you because we have a phenomenal guest appearing. His name is Evan Messman, and he is coming on here to help you to learn how to take care of yourself so that you can really, really excel in business and in life. And I love what this man stands for, what he does, and how he helps leaders in corporate areas. And this is going to be a great, great show. I just know it. Uh, had a wonderful little chat with him just to, before we started. And we're going to have some fun as well. So hang on tight and don't go anywhere. The Mind Body Business Show, it is a show that I had developed literally with you in mind, the business person, the entrepreneur. I interview successful entrepreneurs from all over the world. We do this every single week. It is like having a one-hour seminar for free. And you can just sit wherever you're sitting or watch or listen, however you want to ingest this show and learn some incredible tips, strategies, and techniques that will help you to propel your business and your life forward because of the fact that the people I interview are, again, successful in what they do. And so they have figured things out that even myself sometimes and many times have not figured out. So you will learn something. I guarantee it. I will guarantee it. And you'll learn something that can propel your business and your life forward faster. And the show covers pre predominantly three primary topics because what I found in about 10 years of studying only successful people was that I found that these people um, had three traits that involved. They, they just bubbled up to the top over a period of time that these people had three traits. One would be mind, and that is mindset. So each individual had either or they had all three. They had a very powerful, a very positive and most importantly, a flexible mindset, very key. Body, every individual I studied, and we're talking about mentors of mine personally, I'm talking about authors of books, some that I've met personally, some that I've never met, others that aren't even with us anymore. They all had these traits and body to a person, they took care of themselves. And oh boy, we get to talk about this one kind of in focus tonight. And I'm sure mind will be part of it as well. And guess what? The third component comes into play business. Absolutely. These individuals had mastered the skill sets that are necessary to build and scale a thriving business. And the skill sets are wide and varied. They're like skill sets like marketing, sales, team building, leadership, systematizing. I could go on and on and on. And the cool thing is, you know, mastering any one thing, you know, takes a long time. That's not the cool thing. The cool thing is, that you don't have to master every single one, even of the ones that I just mentioned. If you were just to master one of them, just one, you could leverage all the rest. And that one skill set is the one I just mentioned. It was in that group. It's the skill set of leadership. Even if you don't have a team right now, you can start by leading yourself. 
and there are ways to do that. We might we may go into that. I know that Evan deals with leaders and we'll just see how this conversation goes. It's going to be a blast. And on that note, these incredibly successful people all also had something in common. And that was to a person. They were all very voracious readers of books. And with that, I like to affectionately um, go to a, a segue into a section I affectionately call bookmarks. Here we go. <laughs> Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Yes, ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. A real quick word of advice, and that is you are going to be given various resources, websites, um, maybe books to go out and purchase or read. And instead of clicking away and going and researching and checking these out while the show is going, I implore upon you to instead write them down, write them down on a notepad anywhere uh, you can. And then after the show is over, then go visit these resources. The reason why is because of this. In my years of speaking from stage, there would be times when I would be coming up on what I know to be the juicy part, that part that could change lives. And someone would get up in the audience and walk out of the room because they had to go to the restroom or they had that all important text message and phone call that came in. And I learned to, to say, hey, you know what? The magic happens in the room. Go take your restroom breaks before you come in each session and turn off your phone. Take away all distractions. And that includes going off and studying and looking at other resources that I know Evan's going to have many. And we're going to get to Evan here in just a second. Reach Your Peak Library is literally a resource that I had built by my team with you in mind. Again, it's all about you. It's all about Evan. But this is a resource that I had put together because personally, I myself did not become a voracious reader until the age of 47. That was 11 years ago. Yes, you've all done the math by now. And I started then cataloging every book I was reading. Uh, I, I consumed them through Audible. That turned out to be the reason why I never read before was I didn't realize I didn't like reading with my eyeballs. I could read a lot, listen through my ears and get a lot farther faster. And so this is just a tiny percentage of the books I've read that have had a profound impact on my either my business or my personal life or both. And that is why they're here. So not every book I've ever read is and made it to this list. They are here in no rhyme or reason. There, there's no, there is no organization to these. They just are slapped in here as I tell my team to add them. And so just scroll through, find the first book that resonates with you that you haven't read yet. Maybe you want to read it again. Uh, if you've read it already, grab it, read it again. If you haven't read it, then get it. You can get it on this website and get it on Audible, Amazon. Uh, that's where these buttons go to anyway. So just start reading or continue reading because it is a game changing habit to get into. I kid you not, I am so glad I started this habit of my own 11 years ago. Speaking of great habits, I have great guests to come on this show, and we're going to bring him on right now. You guys ready? Here he comes. It is time for Mr. Evan Messman. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is the one. It is the only Evan Mestman. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. How are you doing, Evan? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's a thrill to have you. He's coming all the way from lovely New York, the state of New York. Um, love to have you here. I'm on the opposite side of the coast for now 
it won't be long. I'll be joining that East Coast, but a little south of where you're at. And I'm going to enjoy being in a different location. I cannot wait. But this is about Evan. This is not about Brian. So what I'm going to do, Evan, I'm going to introduce you, give you the introduction that you so richly deserve. And then we're going to do a little, I call it housekeeping, but it's more appropriately bookkeeping. We'll do a quick ad spot and then we'll dive in. Does that sound good? Sounds like a plan. All right. Evan Messman, he is a health, wellness, and mindset coach, and he works with business leaders who thrive at taking care of everything except themselves. How many of you can resonate with that? Evan discovered, that, that would be me, Evan discovered a unique and simple way for them to lose weight while becoming best friends with themselves. This is powerful stuff. It's the quickest way to see results, and it works by quieting the inner critic <laughs> and introduces them to their best friend. Wow. I, I'm literally getting goosebumps having been in the fitness industry. This is so true. Evan Mestman, he started his career in nutrition with a passion for knowledge and a motivation to help those who struggle with being their best mentally, physically, and spiritually. Powerful, powerful stuff. Oh my gosh. Just the inner critic part of it uh, right there, Evan, you know, being a former certified personal trainer, I can so relate with that because I would tell, tell somebody, okay, this part of this regiment means, um, you know, do 10 pushups is part of the regimen. And if they would only do five, they'd get up and they were just sulking. I'm like, what's going on? Why are you sulking? Oh, cause I, I failed. I only did five. I said, did you, did you put in your, everything you had? Did you try to get to 10? Yes. I just couldn't do it. I said, then stop it. Stand up straight, put your hand up, Turn it around, pat yourself on the back, and instead of kicking yourself in the butt for the reps you didn't do, pat yourself on the back for the reps you did do because you put everything you had into it. It's not about hitting goals. I mean, we want to strive for them, don't we? But I love that. I just resonate with that, Evan. Does, is that anywhere down the same line of, of what you've experienced? Oh, I, you know, I grew up with an inner critic. He sits on my shoulder and whispers lies in my <laughs> ear. Matter of fact, I keep him on my shelf just, just for, you know, <laughs> it's it's my Darth Vader, but of course I also keep my inner coach on the shelf, which is Yoda. Um, yes. But you know, I, the number one prescription in the world would be exercise. If if only it was something we could prescribe, people won't do it. Doctors don't promote. They do promote it, but the thing about it is, if somebody feels lousy, what's the number one really problem in the United States, even the world today, is mental health. People just don't feel, especially after just going through what we went through the last few years. If you just spent five minutes, your first rep of working out, of that first set, you might feel lousy, but when you finish that last rep of just the first set, you feel so much different. Well, how long does that take? So I tell people, that's all you have to give me. And that will change your mindset. The rest is gravy. So true. I, in my days working corporate, when I, I was commuting long, my, long distances, and then I would stay with a friend because that distance was so long, I'd stay there twice a week. And I'm away from my kids and my family. I'm stressed. I am exhausted. And I would, you know, we would often go work out together, my friend and I in this remote location. <clears throat> and there would be many times I say, Hey man, uh, I'm not feeling it. It's like, what's up? I said, I I'm too tired. I don't want to work out. And he, and he did the best thing a friend could ever do. You know what he did? He called me out. He said, come on, you wuss. I mean, what guy's <laughs> going to back down to that? Right. So I'd go in and just like you said, 
after one set, I had exude, I had so much energy. I felt so good. I'm like, my God, thank you so much for kicking my butt, buddy, and getting me in here. So it's true. That's all it takes is just starting, just yeah. getting well, moving. Physically, in, in, you know, physiologically, you're creating what you want to call happy chemicals in your brain when you start working out. Just so to me, why would people not want to do it rather than take a prescription? Why not just go work out? And when I do work out every day, practically at least five, six days a week, I, I sometimes I have to force myself to take a day off when I don't feel like it. And we all don't feel like it. It's not about motivation. It's about commitment. It's it's that feeling I know I'm going to get when I'm done that gets me through the workout. And then I always tell people, start with a few minutes. I, I have my clients, I tell them I'm look for 30, two, two minutes or less to start with. If you can't, can't give me two minutes, you're not, you're just not going to, you're not, you're not there. But even 10 minute workout, if you start with a 10 minute workout and I, that's what I do, you can transform your body. People don't think you have to. Now, from a health perspective, do we need more? Yeah, but let's start on a building block. Let's start at the beginning, smaller, easier, doable. Not what you should do, but what you can do. And that's all mindset that to me is one of the biggest joys in my life because I can help people take away the, the brick wall that they come to me with. This wall, I take that brick wall and turn it into many different steps and show them all the possibilities. And that's really what a health, wellness, and mindset coach can do. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. I know we're going to have a blast on this show. Tanya Bugby says, hi, everyone. Hello, Tanya Bugby from LinkedIn. And Bill Koppel, I know this gentleman, amazing guy uh, who's overcome a lot. He's overcome two or three brain injuries. I forget mm. the number. It was crazy. And he says, and the benefits of working out are not only physically beneficial, but the mental benefits are even more helpful. And if anyone knows about that, it is Bill Koppel. In addition to, of course, Evan Mestman. Come on. But with that, let's take a quick, very quick break. Uh, I'm going to take care of the bookkeeping, as I said before. Don't go anywhere because right on the backside of that break, we're going to talk more with Evan Mestman. So stay right where you are. Here we go. Hey, if you're watching the Mind Body Business Show live right now, then you will have the ability to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort of your choosing. Compliments of the Big Insider Secrets. What is it? It is a five-night vacation stay to one of many destinations across the world. You can see as we go through this very quickly, there's some in Branson and Daytona Beach. These are in the United States, all over the United States, New Orleans, San Diego. There's also Mexico. There's also the UK. I mean, it just keeps going on and on and on. Australia. At the end of this show, you will be given the ability to enter to win. You must be watching this live. If you're not watching live, then head on over to themindbodybusinessshow.com and register to receive automated notifications when we go live the next time. And you can also participate in this incredible, incredible prize. So come on live and you do not want to miss a moment because of our incredible guest experts. And if you're struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you while still enabling you to put on a high quality show and connect with great people and grow your business all at the same time, then write this down. 
CarpetBombMarketing.com. Then head on over to it after the conclusion of tonight's show. Carpet Bomb Marketing. Saturate the marketplace with your message. And to get a free lifetime membership to a phenomenal resource called the Reach Your Peak Club, your free membership will include instant access to deep discounts on major software, services, and top-shelf training courses that you need to run your successful business. Think of it as your entrepreneur discount house. Catapult your business to the next level. Sign up for free now and get a hotel discount card worth $200 just for joining. Then go and grab your deep discount. So write this down and then after the show, once again, head on over to reachyourpeakclub.com. All right, now let's get back to the show. Yes, let's get back to the show already. My gosh, who was that guy yakking for? Ever. Hey, how you doing, Evan? We are back on the Mind Body Business Show. And now it is time to get busy with the one and only Mr. Mestman, because this guy brings with him a wealth of knowledge. He is he is a product of the product. You already heard him. He works out nearly every day. He has to force himself not to exercise. That is to me someone who lives by what they, you know, preach. He practices what he preaches. And so what I like to open the show up with, Evan, is one of the things I've realized over the years, and literally this came to my, the forefront of my mind at the age of 47, when I started reading those books, there's a reason for this correlation because that's when I met my mentor. And I realized that how important your mindset is to your overall success, whether it's business, personal health, your mind is where it all begins and ends. Um, and the mind and body are a team. But given that, and knowing that you're an entrepreneur, you're a, a businessman, that is struggling every single day. Do you agree with that? Struggling? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just ask my wife. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's why, in my opinion, there are so few percentage wise of entrepreneurs in the world. It is not an easy road. Mm -hmm. So it takes a different breed of person and it takes someone who has really worked on their own mindset. And that's what I wanted to ask you, Evan, is so when you get up in the morning, every morning, you know <laughs> what faces you, you know, there are going to be issues, there are going to be setbacks, there are going to be arduous tasks ahead. And, um, and maybe even a rogue client or two that might uh, upset the day. Knowing all of this, having been what, through what you've been through, what is going through your big, beautiful brain? When you get up every morning, what keeps you driven? What keeps you excited about going and just crushing another day of being an entrepreneur? Well, I, I have a passion for helping people. I love helping people. So my why is helping people figure out what is keeping them stuck. So, I, I, you know, I was my first client when I was a teenager and they used to call me heavy, heavy. And I went on diets and I tried everything. It just didn't work until I looked in the mirror and said, you know what? You are the person that's keeping you from being successful. And I figured out some of the small little things that I could do every day and day in, day out, consistently started to build my confidence up from making the commitments and keeping them feeling capable of, by doing them and then getting more confidence to do more. And before you knew it, there was a snowball effect. So I just use that same basic uh, principle when I'm working for myself because you have to work in your business as well as on your business. Um, and they're two very different things. And, and I, I will be the first to admit, I spend a lot of time planning, 
knowing I wanted to scale my business, but you get lost going down rabbit holes and you spend way too much time in your business and you don't really get anywhere. And that to me was you know, more of a bitter pill to swallow too with business. Uh, when I initially started this business a few years ago, after finishing with corporate America, um, I, I it gave me a corporate COVID gave me the opportunity to come back to do what I love to do. But I knew from the very beginning I wanted to scale. So I would have to recorrect after a certain period of time, knowing, hey, I'm down this rabbit hole. This is not getting me where I want, want to go. I love it. I love it. And yeah, it's uh, it. I love how you just said that you basically looked in the mirror and said, you're the you're looking at yourself saying you're the reason I'm, I'm in this position I'm in now. And we have a term for that, which I'm sure you've heard of. It's, it's called being at cause, you know, putting the onus of responsibility, the reason for your current situation, whether good or bad on yourself, instead of pointing the finger and doing the blame game. Like when you're pointing that finger, when you were pointing it, you saw a mirror and it came right back at you. And that's really when people come to realize that by and large, it's what is going on in our own beautiful brains that is really responsible for where we are now. Again, whether it's a good place or a bad place and you want to improve, but it always starts with you and then other factors. You can you get to decide how you how you adjust to external factors. You have a choice. If you have mm -hmm. a bad day, you can either dwell on it and make life suck for the next few days or you can just say, all right, I learned from that. Let's move on. Let's push forward. And it, it does take effort. Does it not, Evan? I mean, what do you, what do you found? It depends on the neural pathways that you have. If you want to be a victim, you'll be a victim. That's an inner critic, right? Or you can be somebody who actually looks at things and says they're either a gift or an opportunity. The gift is, you know, hey, I learning from this mistake. The opportunity, the opportunity to do things differently. And if you don't react, but you you look at things through that lens. Things ha don't happen to you anymore. Things happen for you. There it is. Yeah. There it is. You know what that is, don't you? You know what's coming. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. That is a bomb dropping moment. Yes. Smart bombs, knowledge bombs, bombs of wisdom. That is Evan Messman. And we have a few people chiming in. I want to get to them now because they have a, good, a couple good questions coming in. Uh, you might know this gentleman he has an interesting last name. Hunter Messman says, very cool. Where can I find a good 10 minute workout? Just come to my website. But I, one of the things that I uh, do, I encourage people to use the resources that are out there on the web. And I happen to love, um, there's a, a guy over in, in, in England, his name is Grant, and he does something called Zeus Fitness. And I'm giving him a free plug because you can go on YouTube, look them up, Z-E-U-S, and it it is really very well made and very simple. And it saved me during COVID because you couldn't go to the gym. <laughs> and I, I, I actually was a personal trainer. So but I don't I don't want to just do my own routine. I love what he did. So there you go, Hunter, my son. <laughs> I love it. Welcome to the show, son. I love it. Getting some great great uh support from the family and then s scott mason says evan l messman good to see you on my screen here there's then, uh, he's a great guy scott too yes uh fantastic and then bob hildberg service to others by helping others you help yourself so true so look at the 
what you're doing, um, you know, the impact you're having on lives already. I'm just clicking. I didn't read this. I agree, Brian Kelly. Evans, not playing the blame game. Yes. Being candid and honest here. In other words, he's demonstrating in a different sphere exactly what he coaches others to do. Yes. Yes. And, oh, they love that. Things happen for you. That is, I love that too. That 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 was a bomb dropper right there. Yes, since Scott Mason said the same. And <laughs> ah, son says thanks. Got to put that up there. Come on, I love it. I love it when family is hanging together and supporting each other. It well, is just a beautiful thing. My son is a accidental entrepreneur, and I'm very proud of how he's taken what's happened to him, especially with COVID and turned one of his passions, just like I did, into something that is a profession. He's an artist. Actually Ooh. on the back wall there is all the art that he does himself. He does digital art and sublimates it on aluminum. But I love watching him being able to navigate through what it takes to start a business from scratch. Yeah, and thankfully he has someone he can lean on and give him some really, you know, absolute, proven advice and good job hunter for doing that i mean kudos to you i'm sure your dad's been really praising you and saying he's proud of you too he just did uh and look at that i love it he's displaying the artwork of his son he's so proud this is where <clears throat> this is the juice of life right here it's family it's love for one another it's cohesiveness you know every day is not perfect i mean you know is every day with your wife perfect do you have <laughs> absolute 100 bliss every moment of every day it's like no and neither do i with my wife it's like even with your siblings right your family but you know my brother and i we would literally get into fights like verbal fights we never we never actually hit each other but we were somehow we had this unwritten law about that <laughs> but uh it, it you know it's just part of life but the, the the driving force is love and that's the passion that drives i think every one of us when we get down to it but that's very refreshing thank you for showing that kind of praise for your son evan that just great example for all other men and women to follow who are parents is to really lift up your 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 kids that's awesome love it yes thanks so um well yeah i'm just thinking of different kinds of things to ask you and one hit me that there's no way i'm asking because it it's easy uh, about physical fitness so i'm gonna say <clears throat> this is gonna be a pretty uh wide open one when it comes to just business, when it comes to family, when it comes to life, for you, Evan Messman, what makes you happy? Hmm. Well, I, you know, the word happy to me, I think of it more as transactional. I like to live my life in the precious present, Oof. which brings more joy. It, it, to me, it's connected to a higher level. So it's something that I teach people on how to get from just focusing on getting to that next thing, because happiness tends to be external, whereas joy is internal. Uh, and what I do is I live in the precious present. I teach people how to do that. And it, it is a, a, a self-awareness that really changes everything. Because my program's called the B3 way. It's built on that system. It's intentional health. But the B3 way is become be strong, be grateful. So the become is the transformation. You know, what did, what did the butterfly say to the caterpillar when the caterpillar said, how I want to, I want to learn how to fly. How can I fly? And the butterfly says, you have to be willing to give up being a caterpillar. So that's a dip. That's a mindset. You have to reframe it. You have to see the world through a different lens. So I teach people how to do that. That's that become component. 
Then there's the be strong. Well, there are going to be days you're not motivated. <laughs> there are going to be days when it really, it sucks to wake up yeah. and go, it's you. But there's the commitment. It has to be greater than the compulsions. That the delayed gratification, the long-term gains all have to be top of mind. And that's I, those are all skill sets. It's growth mindset. And the last part, be, gra be grateful. Gratitude changes everything. You know, people today are very, very anxious about what's going on in the world because they're worried about the future, like what's going to happen. So they're future focused. They also might be regretful of what happened in the past. Well, gratitude changes all that because it gets you grounded right into the precious present. What are you grateful for? I have a gratitude practice that I teach and it's part of my Facebook group. I want people to come to my Facebook group and, and join it. And you can practice gratitude because it will it takes time. I also teach them how to exercise an attitude muscle and a gratitude muscle. Those are th some of the things that I do, a little different than what's out there, than the typical nutritionist or health, wellness, and mindset coach. But I also work on cultivating optimism and leadership. It's one of the things that I do because I worked in corporate America for 20 years in sales and in management and in leadership. So I really do understand where leaders are coming from and how hard it is today to be in front of people and 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 have the the people that are part of your who you're responsible for and realize it's your job not to be in charge of them, but to take care of them. Mm. Oh, wow. Golden nugget after golden nugget right here. Uh, I think your son knows better mm. than you, though, what makes you happy truly. Do you want to know? Oh, what, what did he say? He says, your garden makes you happy, Dad. There you go. <laughs> well, he's absolutely right. I actually, <laughs> when I was a kid and, you know, I told you about being heavy, heavy. One of my passions was just being able to get out in nature and I just love to garden. So I tell people, you know, I, I grew up being a gardener. Now I cultivate optimism. Um, uh, so, yeah. Awesome. And I, my front yard is there's no lawn. It's all gardens. And even my wife and I decided to develop um, a public garden. It's called the Amity Garden in our Ooh. village because it was dilapidated. And one of the things that brings everyone together is gardening. So we created the Amity Garden for people who love to garden and also love Huntington. And now, five years later, it's this beautiful garden that everybody comes to in Huntington. It, it gives me joy. There you go. Wow. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> I love it. And Bob Hildberg is living the now. He's echoing attitude of gratitude. And we need water, oxygen, food, and hope. Very, very astute. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, Bill Koppel, what's going to happen? Life. You can't stop it, but you have to accept it and progress. So true. Yeah. You know, there's only so many things we can control. Humans want to control everything we do, but we can't, and it's not ever going to happen. So the only thing you can do is react in a way that will help you going forward then versus taking you backward. And we all have that choice. And that's where someone like Evan comes into play to help you. Here's the beautiful part. Well, you tell me, Evan, this is something that someone can change in their life. Is it not? We were Absolutely. We're, yeah. You were born with 50% as the scientist. It's easiest to say it this way. There's like 50% hardwired in your brain, but the other 50% is live wired, meaning you learn. Uh, 
David Eagleman wrote a really wonderful book called Livewired and all about um, neurobiology and neuroscience and understanding the brain. Um, that real estate's pretty powerful, but it's a dark box up here. Like, right, when you think about what reality is, like it's being seen through our eyes and what is reality? Yeah. You know, it's, it's electrical impulses, the neurons firing. And as they learn, they fire together and become more efficient and more effective. But that electrical current that you have on that wiring between the neurons creates also a magnetic, electromagnetic pulse. So think about thoughts and think of them as like the electricity and think of the feelings that are associated with those thoughts mm. as the that that electromagnetic right like magnets either they they repel or they uh, attract yep. and what i do is i help people rewire those neural pathways you need to create new neural pathways because you know, i don't believe that the chronic diseases of today obesity diabetes cancer um heart disease uh, even the um all the other conditions that, that we're having out there the neurological conditions i don't believe that just chronic metabolic uh consequences of of life i think they are chronic diseases of neural pathways in the brain and if we can change those neural pathways change the way you think change the way you feel change what you believe reframe it you can find your way back to health and that's just one piece of what i do is with my clients to get them to think eat and live differently this is so straight down a similar path to neurolinguistic programming, which is something I became certified in. I taught it from stage, spoke it, and everything you're talking about is right down the middle. Uh, Steve Riker, you know, like we would say in baseball. And I love that because, you know, thoughts are when you charge them with a feeling, that's when they become the most powerful. So what feeling are you associating with your thoughts? Is it a positive or a negative? Are the thoughts themselves positive or negative? And again, you still have the choice, not not you, Evan. Well, you do too, but everyone has the choice of what you're going to think and how you're going to react to every situation that comes your way. And yeah, it takes time. It takes training. That's what Evan's here for. And that's what I want to segue into real quick, Evan, is what it is you do. Uh, you have a thriving business. I'm going to put that um, up on the screen real quick. It is called Pro Attitudes. It's at proattitudes.com. And if you wouldn't mind, uh, Evan, I'd like to give you a moment to basically describe to people that are watching and listening what it is you do, what your target market is. Is it just corporate leaders? Do you also work with individual entrepreneurs? What is that? Uh, what does that look like? Is it men only, women only? There's all these different variations. And then if you if you can think of a success story that really pops up in your head that you'd like to share, uh, would love to hear that too. If you don't mind, I'll pull up your website and just let you take it away if that's good with you. Sure. All right. So what I do is I help people really lose weight with their mind, not their mouth. But it's more than just weight loss, because part of the challenge here is when you're climbing that ladder to success, so many entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, business leaders leave their health behind. And what I've done is I, I've, I've really I've chosen to teach people that you do not have to leave your health behind. You can there is another way. And that other way is working with me to reprogram the way that you think and learn how to slowly change 
what you're doing every day, day in, day out. Most people look for a really big paradigm shift in their life. You know, it usually takes a heart attack or a divorce or um, a bankruptcy. Something can happen that's big in their life that will make a huge shift. But I believe that it's the thing that matters most is the, the little tiny things that we do every day, but we do consistently. And it leads to extraordinary results. You know, that 1% rule, if you increase your um, everything that you do, if you increase your commitment, you try to create a better way of doing things just by 1% every day, you get a 30, over a 37-fold increase by the end of the year. That's pretty powerful stuff. And when I learned about how this, how this works, you know, being a nutritionist, it wasn't enough just teaching people nutrition. Nobody really followed it. They might go on a diet. They might try an exercise program. What I found was that it was transactional and that people always went back to their old habits. Well, I wanted to learn how can I help people change for good? How do you do that? Well, I needed to get into their minds. And when I learned from way back when, for me, my biggest paradigm shift was with Stephen Covey. When I read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, that just transformed the way I did things. When I took a course with a psychologist on problem solving and teaching what we call nutrition therapy, which was way back many years ago, it was learning how to listen and help people change the way they think rather than just say, hey, or go on a diet. So it was about changing relationships with themselves, with their families, with their friends, with relationship with food. So with that, I can share with you a, um, a recent success was one of my clients called me up on a Friday, let me know on Monday he was going for gastric sleep bypass. Ooh. That was That's the, the stomach, uh, yes. making the stomach smaller to lose weight. He wanted to lose about 100 pounds. And I didn't talk him out of it, but we just had this conversation. And he literally called his doctor up and said, I'm not doing it. And right now, he's in. He's still in the support groups for them, but he's not. he didn't do the surgery. But he wanted to, he didn't really want to let any of those people down because he had worked with them for many months. He's losing more weight than some of the people who have been through the surgery. And he's changed his relationship with food. We have a lot more work to do, but wow, the, the kind of um, impact it's had on him that he can do this without depending on surgery, it's, it's changed his life. That's truly phenomenal. And I love hearing stories just like that because so many want to medicate their troubles away. I know that's not medicating, but it's taking a physical transition through surgery to do it, which that's that's pretty traumatic in so many ways that the body that what it has to go through for that and if you just rewrite the ship which is your own mind evan just said it right there that it is possible that all you need to do is work with somebody who can help you to navigate how to rewire your brain for the better you know it's, it's basically coming down to like being a computer that just needs a little bit of reprogramming you know, it took a branch off on one area. It should, it should take on a different branches, change the code, hit save. And that that's Evan. He's the code master right there. He's just modifying the code and you're going to see the end result being, wow, this thing works again. Well, you know, everybody has a lawn 
right? Almost everybody. They they understand a lawn. It's it's the one the lawn that everybody covets, the one that they look at and they go, I want that lawn. Well, if I gave you that lawn and you still took care of it the way you're taking care of your lawn now, it's going to become just like your old lawn. It's how you tend to it. And as a gardener, you can't sow a seed and expect the harvest. That same day, it's not going to happen. So part of it, that law of the land is something that is important to me. And I teach my clients that we want to dig a $5 hole for a $0.05 plant you're guaranteed success that way. So anytime that we were, it's kind of like that whole idea of when you're building a habit, you can get to a point where you're successful. Let's say you're shooting hoops and you want to, you want to make the basket. So, okay, you make it, but what happens when now you take it to the point where it's not that you just can make it, but now you can't miss it. That goes from skill to mastering. That mastery is part of, uh, to me, one of the, the most exciting things to work on with people because that is what changes. That changes everything when somebody can, because then it's for the rest of your life. Right. It's repeatable. Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. I had no idea where this show was going to go. I knew it was going to be good. And you're proving me right, Evan. And it's because of you. It's it's Evan Mestman. That is the reason. Um I want to shift gears just a little bit because I'm really intrigued by the fact that you have now straddled both sides of the fence, whereas you were once a corporate employee. Now you're an entrepreneur. Having both experienced both sides of that fence, what do you think is the major difference between entrepreneurs and those who work for someone else? I mean, there, there's no shaming here on either side of the fence. We, you know, I, I've been a corporate employee, too. And it takes a different breed to become an entrepreneur. So thank God we have people who work for corporate. But for you, what has been the major difference between being an entrepreneur and having that corporate job working for someone else? It's a great, um, great question that when I think about what, what happened when I went, because I, I pivoted from a private practice and then I worked for a startup. Uh, that startup was going public on 9-11-2001, Cantor Fitzgerald. So we oh, went bankrupt. So I pivoted into corporate America. And the difference that I found was I didn't have to work as hard. <laughs> now, I did, but I am I was watching everybody else going, how come nobody works as hard as I do? Because I worked like I was an entrepreneur right. working for a company. And it is amazing what that in corporations, the lack of leadership that exists, mm -hmm. not because they, they they don't want leadership. It's just, you know, the human condition. It makes it really difficult when they're people that that's why to me, this inner critic work that I'm working on is so important. People let their own minds get in the way. So it all becomes about ego instead of service. It all becomes about um, station instead of um, really just understanding the customer. It becomes a very, it's a very different approach. When you can find a company though, that really truly cares about their clients, that they put the client first, that they have a leadership team and a management team that's aligned and is across the country, across the world. I work for global countries where the DNA is ingrained in every single person 
that works in that company. Wow. And it's trained, they're trained that way. They're supported that way. I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek. Leaders eat last. Mm -hmm. Start with why. The Infinite Game is really a wonderful book. People don't understand business is an infinite game, but a lot of leaders will come in and they treat it like a finite game. And you can't do that. It is this constant um, battle to win and, and grow and grow, but they're cycles. So we, in, as an entrepreneur, I know those cycles and you have to, you, you're it. You have to do it all. <laughs> but as yep. an entrepreneur, you can't do it all. So what will happen if you truly want to allow yourself to fly, you have to ask for help. And that was what happened for me. I, as an, as a working in corporate America, I loved the fact that I had all these resources, but as an entrepreneur, it wasn't until I made the commitment to say, you know what? I really want this to happen. I've got to make the investment. I have to stop thinking scarcity. I have to start thinking abundance. And I invested wholeheartedly in and, and made plenty of mistakes. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. You know, you still you have to make the mistakes and, and learn from them. But that investment and constantly pushing to do it better and do something knowing that's not gonna get you where you want to go, but it's a step forward. And also allowing yourself to do what, what you need to do, get it done, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Done is better than perfect was probably one of the toughest things I had to swallow um, being a solopreneur. Because that's another one of my the stickler and the perfectionist in me. Um, yeah, that's an inner critic that I've learned to quiet. So many, so many, so many wisdom nuggets in here. I mean, I'm getting writer's cramp. I mean, I'm I also take <laughs> notes. You know, I've got this is page two, uh, and yeah, this is phenomenal. Done is better than perfect. I, I have another one that's called beige. Better is the enemy of good enough and stuff like that. It's very similar, even though the spelling is incorrect if you actually spell it out. And then getting help. One of the biggest things, I, and I so resonate with that. I did not get help for a, way too long. I was burning my butt out, you know, just, my God, doing everything. Um, and you know how that is. And so mm -hmm. the moment, though, I finally decided to get rid of one thing or at least really chill it out and put it down in my back pocket. That one thing, once I got and corralled it and put it away, then my life changed for the better forever. And that one thing was ego. And we all have it. All of us have it. Men, women, kids, we all have it. Can you do it all yourself? Do you have the ability, the, the acuity to do it all yourself? Well, yeah, probably. But do you want to? Heck no, it's not, it's not sustainable. And that's where burnout that's comes it. from, from the inner critic, from the that, yes. you know, a lot of business leaders think that that inner critic that's sitting on their shoulder yelling at them, you're not strong enough. You're not good enough. You're not working long enough. You know, they think that if that inner critic did not berate them, that they would be just sitting on a couch doing nothing. And that is the biggest lie of all. So yes. I, which would you rather, you know, when you think about somebody who encourages you, who says, you know, that's, you know, that's great. You did it. Let's now what's the next step versus how come you only did that? That's not enough. Like, how could you do so little? What's wrong with you? There's a very different approach there. And ego plays a role in that. Yeah, we need to, you need to quiet the ego, but more importantly, we got to quiet that inner critic. 
Yeah, and Tanya said it right there. My strongest inner critic is overachiever. And that's so common with all of us. And that, that's like I was saying earlier, instead of kicking ourselves in the butt, we need to pat ourselves on the back. And that's not inherently, I don't think we're wired that way coming out of the womb. I think we're mo we're all set to you know, be our own inner critic. And it's great to have tools and resources like Mr. Evan Mustman to go to and uh, rewrite that ship and reprogram our mind. Oh my gosh, Bob, what a great comment. Ego is edging God out. Woo, bang. Great one, Bob. Thank you for that. Love that. Love oh, that. That is powerful. And for inner critics, if any, I just put together a whole program on what silencing your inner critic, and it's in my Facebook page, but I call it the overdrive samurai. That one is the Ooh. one for the overachiever. They're yeah. never satisfied. They go and they keep going for a win. And as soon as they get that win, that win, they, they, it's it. They got to move on to the next win. They're never satisfied because they their self-worth is based on constantly achieving. So if we focused on the internal and learning that, you know what, you are enough. I mean, that's part of the problem. We don't think we're enough. Why? It's the belief systems that we've learned from childhood, from our friends, from our families, from our work, from our traumas. And a trauma for me may not be a trauma for you. And, you know, the, we have to tell ourselves these lies for a reason. They're to protect us. It's not like we have to get rid of that inner critic. We have to learn to love that inner critic because they've been protecting us. Why? Because if you listen to that inner critic, you'll be safe. That's, that's because it, the inner critic was created at that moment when it did keep you safe. When something terrible happened, like I was in a, a hospital once working in a burn unit and the kid was crying out for his mom, screaming for his mom. It was, he was burned on a good 50% of his body. And I asked the nurse, Where, where's his mom? She's, she's not coming. Why? Because she had poured water, hot boiling water all over this kid because he was playing with the stove to, to you know, teach him a lesson. And she's God. a monster. This child could not accept that his mother was a monster. So what did he do? He created this identity that said, I must be so bad that I deserve that. And that's how these inner critics are created. That's like a worst case scenario. That When I saw that happen, that was like, it really cinched it into me, understanding that this is what people suffer with. And you will constantly repeat that in a closed loop unless you help somebody unpack that and see it from today, going back and looking and saying, listen, you're not the same person anymore. Those are lies. That wasn't you. Your mother was the monster or it could be, let's look at this differently. Let's reframe it. And you can look at and do things differently. And that's really what helps people. It frees them. It's liberating to be able to go back and do that. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, horrible story, but a good story at the same time and very on point. Oh my goodness, this has just been phenomenal. By the way, everyone, I have not forgotten that we are giving away a five-night vacation stay, a five-star luxury resort anywhere in the world, many locations, compliments of Reach Your Peak, and a little birdie named Evan Mistman told me that there is another gift coming your way, so you don't want to miss that. Stick around. We're we're coming down to it. We're getting there, and so you don't want to you don't want to go anywhere because Evan is on a roll, and I've got a question. I am not. We are not stopping this show until I get this one question out. It is one of my all-time favorite questions to ask successful entrepreneurs such as yourself, Evan. And that is, you know, 
when it comes to business, marketing is the lifeblood of a business, whether it's going to survive or not. There are sales that are involved with marketing. Marketing and sales go together. But without getting enough eyeballs to your business, without getting enough exposure, it is a tough, tough road to hoe. We must do it in order to survive. So for you, you know, what used to work, say, 15, 20 years ago, <coughs> excuse me, was, you know, you could get a big email list and blast thousands of people and a lot of people would buy sight unseen. That used to work. It no longer works these days. And then what works today, right now, most likely also will not work 20 years from now. But there is one common key ingredient that has worked throughout all of time, and that is building relationships, which takes time. And that's why so many people look for other ways to do it. For you right now, for your business, not what used to work, not what you think is going to work in the future, but right now, what is your go-to form of marketing that helps your business thrive and survive? So there are, it's such a loaded question because finding <laughs> that sweet spot has been challenging, but I, I have many channels that I'm on, on LinkedIn, I'm on TikTok, I'm on uh, Instagram. Um, I have, I'm on Facebook with the Facebook group. My, the way that it works best for me is pushing people to my Facebook group and then nurturing them there because I am very different than probably most anybody out there. It's not like, you know, I'm just mindset and it's not like I do diets, you know, and it's not like I just do weight loss. I'm, um, you know, my guy that that came to me for the gastric sleeve instead of going for gastric sleeve, he says, like, you're my health guru. Um, I don't know exactly how to define it. All I know is I just want to help people. And the best way to help people is to nurture them where I can ask questions. I can give them guides. It really works very well. And then I also have trainings that I give them for no charge so that they can get a taste of what I do. And I also provide a tremendous number of resources because um, I want to provide value. I mean, I want people to succeed. I do Facebook lives. I do LinkedIn lives every week at one o'clock Eastern time so that people get a taste of me, but they're all posted on my YouTube channel so that they can go back and they can listen to it. And in very much like what we're talking about now, I take a deeper dive each week in one of those topics. That's fantastic. I love that, that you provide solutions in bite-sized pieces so people can get a taste of a bigger picture that, hey, if it if, if you're getting results with this, we can take it to another level mm -hmm. and have it organically happen. They'll reach out to you. They'll ask you. We were talking about that before the show came, uh, started about uh, our different or our similar approaches to business and building business, and I love that. So it sounds like social media, but primarily the focus is funneling to your Facebook group where you do provide actionable, real methods that work that people can employ right away. And kudos to you for doing that because, you know, the, the whole country, maybe the entire world is kind of in an epidemic, a health epidemic. You know, you see everybody walking around with about 20 or 30 extra pounds that they don't need. Uh, and a lot of it's due to diet. A lot of it's due to mindset. It's everything you're talking about, lack of exercise. And um, I appreciate that you're going down this path because if people were as a whole healthier, we would be as a whole happier. If we we're happier, we're going to be less infighting and quarreling and squabbling. It'd just be a better place overall. So I love that you're doing what you're doing. So please keep doing it. Don't stop. You're, you're changing lives. Uh, and it, 
it's just one at a time is all it takes but mm -hmm. i hope you change many many more and just as a reminder to everybody where you want to go to get more info for this amazing guy evan messman is proattitudes.com proattitudes.com and you know what i think this would be a good time to talk about the gift that you wanted to offer because we are getting up on the the bottom of the hour which is our you know bewitching time uh in a good way but um if you don't mind uh is let people know what this gift is about i'll also put that up on the screen as well and take it away well one of the things that i want to do is to help people uh find their first step so i have a first step guidebook that gets people to understand how to break it down and get started with their first step and this is uh something that no charge and if they also go to my website at the bottom of the website they can download my book this is it's i sell it on on amazon but there's a free book that they can download on my website that's also a gift for anybody interested in learning how the habits of healthy eating how to eat healthy without going on a diet i love it and that website is proattitudes.com forward slash and the rest well, is that's, all that's yep that's for uh this specific offer first yes. steps towards your best first step guidebook yep uh and so forward slash and then the rest of these are all lowercase lowercase it's important what happens after the slash <laughs> and it's first hyphen steps hyphen toward hyphen your hyphen best so it's first steps toward your best all separated by the dash or hyphens if you will proattitudes.com forward slash first steps toward your best separated by hyphens so that is where you can go get that so write that down don't go there now because we have one more one more incredibly powerful potent and poignant question to ask of this amazing man evan messman so um and then uh yes i haven't forgotten there's one more giveaway we do have that i haven't forgotten i know some of you are scratching your head going come on brian where is the where's the vacation it's coming so evan i like to close this the show out with a very profound question uh it just started happening by chance oh i've started this show about five years ago and i would on occasion ask this question it started hitting me the answer was like wow these are quite profound and so I decided to, and I've done this for quite some time now, close every show out with that question. So it's very um, profound. It can be personal and it's going to be phenomenal. It's powerful, powerful stuff. Before we do that, yes, it's prize giveaway time. Again, don't go to this website. Write this down. You can enter to win after the show is even done. So we'll be off the air. You can enter then. Our team will be monitoring it. So here, I'm going to put it up on the screen. Don't forget, don't go there now. I can see, I can watch. I get text messages on my phone, literally, when people enter to win. So I, I'll know if you're doing it too soon. So write it down. Here we go. <laughs> on your screen, this is for those of you watching live. You want to write this down and then go to ryp.im forward slash vacation. One more time, that's ryp. That stands for reach your peak. ryp.im forward slash vacation, all lowercase. So enter to win after the show is over and guest experts are allowed to enter as well just saying evan messman you can enter the well. <laughs> i have had i've actually had a couple of guests win in the past it's been pretty awesome and i uh, love it it's a random draw 
and we'll do that at the end or the conclusion of this show. We'll be off the air, and then that person will be notified and reached out to individually. So here we go. That last question, Evan, it's it's an awesome one. So there's, there's a couple things to, to note about it. Number one is there is absolutely no such thing as a wrong answer. It doesn't exist. You cannot fail. It is not a test. <laughs> and so, you know, you think of those pop quizzes and you get all nervous. No, 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 no. There is none of that. The exact opposite is the truth. The only correct answer is yours. And why is that? Because your answer will be unique to you. That's the only thing that makes it personal. So it's not getting you into know, your You're personal. building this up. I'm like, yeah. okay, suck <laughs> it to me. I love it. Oh, so you already answered the question. I was going to say, so are you ready? And you just said, yeah, he's ready. <laughs> he's like, my gosh, would you do it already? That's what he's saying. All right, here we go. Evan Messman, how do you define success? Oh, yeah. See, okay. So now it's just me. So the success to me is it's the intersection of knowing what to do, how to do it, and the why to do it. And where the three of those intersect is success. Wow. You know how we're going to end this, don't you? Yeah. You have an idea? <laughs> oh, yeah. One last bomb run. That is Evan Messman dropping smart bombs, bombs of knowledge, wisdom, everything all mixed into one and we'll bring it back so he's not all by himself there on the stage. And <laughs> Evan, I've got to tell you, I so greatly appreciate the fact that you're doing what you do and that you are so gracious to spend your time here letting other people know how they can write their own lives and make them just so much better. I mean, 37% better if they just change one percent every day 37 no, percent it's 307 it's 37 times 37 so 37 times so that's that's 3700 percent ah even better thank you for that correction yeah there you go ladies and gentlemen change one percent 370 percent it's a lot it's you a get lot. it it's a lot yes <laughs> i used to love math and i i've just completely i just don't know how to do it anymore yeah, it's two like zeros to it so i'm pretty <laughs> yeah oh yes hunter said oh great i love this from the sun awesome genuinely enjoyed this as oh, did that's I, great. he usually tells me i'm boring he, i put him to sleep so that's great thank you hunter uh, you are anything but boring i'll tell you but that's you know that's that's our kids sometimes uh and bob said great show thanks very much thank you bob thank you for your um your um contribution here yeah 365 out, days a year he's doing the math i love it <laughs> check out my son generation drop i had to get put a, a plug in for him oh that, i i appreciate that I'm, how, where can they find his art is it online it's online generation drop oh and uh doc i'm not sure what it is but he should know um you should put <laughs> it in there hunter and <laughs> and it's also he's on instagram generation drop is the name of his business generation drop all right a drop so of inspiration Oh, that is freaking awesome. He's saying, Shh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are hilarious. I love this interaction. All right. If you do, uh, if, if it's generation drop, just probably do a search, find it on Instagram, uh, maybe drop it in Google. It might be generationdrop.com. Never know. Could be a, a gen drop art. He said, Oh, okay. There you go. See, I didn't know. I should know these things. Oh, check it out. It's gen dot drop art. I didn't know drop art was an extension of a website. That's pretty 
pretty new. That's, I've never heard of that. I've heard of dot live, dot this, dot that, but not dot drop art. That's pretty cool. Jen dot drop art. Thank you for that, Hunter. And thank you, Evan. You are a phenomenal father, husband, um, and a person who is helping other people to live life on their own terms in better ways. And I appreciate that of you. And um, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> he's now correcting. Okay. It wasn't a website. Oops. It was Instagram. Jen.dropart is his handle. There we go. Thank you for that, Hunter. Whew, I'm glad you got that in before we signed <laughs> off. I don't want to send people to the wrong place. Jen.dropart on Instagram is where you want to find that beautiful art that is behind Evan Messman over his left shoulder. It has been... <laughs> Here we go. One more. Last one. His website is generationdrop.com. So you got that. All right. <laughs> cool. Many places to find it. Thank you, Hunter. Thank you, Evan. That is it for this show. It has been an absolute blast. I can say that because I'm the host and I have had an absolute blast. I truly mean that. On behalf of the amazing, amazing Evan Messman, I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. I cannot wait till the next show, but this one was a doozy. I'm going to need to let the luster give itself time to come off and shake off my body because that was a great, great show, Evan. Thank you so much, my friend. That is it, everyone. Have a great, great evening. Do two things. Two things. Number one, go out and serve more people and continue to crush it. This is to everybody in the audience. And number two, above all else, be blessed. Take care. That's it for us. We're signing off. Have a great, great rest of your evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is 